Let's begin. We're up to Pesukim Kuf Ayin Vav. It's on page Kuf Ayin Vav. Page Kuf Ayin Vav. Seven Kuf Ayin Vav. We're up to Halacha Beis. Oyrois Hakivosim. This means leather of lambs. The hides, the hides of lead of, le- of le- lamb. Shaisim Mehem Begadim. Leather jacket. Have a leather jacket, a leather garment. Mutu Lutar from Bechutei Pishton. You're allowed to stitch the leather with. Chutim with thread of linen. The ein choyshashin linimoy shel tzemer. We're not concerned about little particles of tzemer. Afal pishon mischabrin b'chut hapishton. Even though they may. What about a sheep skin coat? Yeah. A sheep skin. Is it only sheep wool or is it any wool? Only sheep wool. Only sheep wool. Of of camel wool, right? Kvasim. So I always talk about okay. Shoisin, just the just the wool. But here, here we're dealing with the lead, the leather. We're concerned there may be some residual particles of wool on the attached to the leather. No, but no. So that that would be a problem if you still have the wool attached. If there is still pockets of wool attached to the leather it's possible to be such a thing they have to process the leather I can't imagine it can still they could, they could, they could be you have lambskin coats that have that have what? wool? that's our official wool that's been, that's been, that's been attached at a later point in time they can't, they can't possibly uh, tan the leather process the leather while the wool is still attached it's a chemical they can do it they can do it maybe today they can do it nothing could survive so when you see wool attached to some <laughs> leather, they would put the wool on at a later point in time. But let's just, but here we're dealing with some type of uh, primitive form of tanning the leather. They first remove the wool, they tan the leather, but it's also possible there are going to be small particles of wool still attached to the leather. If you're not doing a high-tech or uh, sophisticated type of uh, processing of the leather, you could have some residual particles of wool attached to the leather. And now you want you have the final product, you want to stitch it with linen thread. So is there a concern that the linen thread may come into contact with some small particles of wool that are still attached to the leather? So he said this motor, there's nothing to be concerned about. That may be joined with the They're not chutim. They're not chashev. They're insignificant. They've already been obliterated by the lime or any other type of ingredients and put on the leather to prepare it for processing and it becomes what happens if you want to connect wool linen through, a, through some, something in the middle? The Hainu. or we have a piece of leather. Litvar, which will be used to st- and on both ends of the piece of leather, we're going to we're going to stitch wool and linen. Or or to tie, either either to, to, to stitch or to tie. On one side wool, What is the halacha? So we pass the Rambam also according to the Rambam, that's also a violation of Shatnis Daraisa. Can you have in the center leather, and on one end you have wool, and the other end you have you have um, linen. Coin to the Rambam, that can be a malacha, that can be... An, you're just tying a rope, but what is linen, what is uh, wool? If you're stitching, you're stitching, you're stitching on your... your, your 
He says either tying a match or either tying with litfar or likshar. Mitzidoi ho'echat semer u mitzidoi hasheni pishtan. Leather is in the middle. On one side is wool, the other side is linen. La rambam also min atara v'yesh mechilm some disgu the rambam the matter it's not deraisa. U l'chein therefore lididhu according to the rambam always hatufuos biyachad bechute pishtan mutu l'chabram tachas beget semer. Therefore, according to lididhu, I'm sure who lididhu is according to them. According to those that are on the rambam, those that did disagree with the Ramam. If we have some, we have a piece of leather, and on one side of the leather we want to have, we have linen. On the other side of the leather, padding. Some type of padding on the other side is going to be wool. With the two oyers, hatfuros, yachad, b'chutei pishton, motul l'chabram tachas beget semer, you're allowed to connect them underneath the garment of wool. The afal pish evsha shachut shel canvas shehutafar es oros the the chut of canvas which has been used to stitch the oros the leather tachas abegas shel tzemer yikonis and may enter besochut yapishton shetoyfram ba oros into the chut yapishton which you were stitching the the leather less one ba there is no concern viyachin noyhagin and it's mutter avo baal nefesh yesh lo lachmer kedas haran so basically the thing is you have a garment and the garment on the outside is one material on the in, then you have and, and then the center is leather. And on the inside there's padding from a different type of material. So there is a possibility that through the stitching, I'm not exactly sure how all this is done, but through the stitching of the leather, of connecting all three together, there may be some interaction. And if there is some interaction, that may violate the laws of Shanis. And according to the Ramam, this is definitely a violation of Shanis. Because according to the Ramam, to have leather in the center and on one side wool, other linen on the other side is also. But according to all the postkim, that's not Shanis Daraisa. So, what would then be the only concern? Only only concern is when you do the actual stitching. That the actual stitching, the two may actually mingle. Even those that are matter are only matter when they're completely separate. The leather is in the center, one side is wool, one side is linen, and there's absolutely no interaction mingling between the two. But if you're stitching them together in a garment, and the outside is wool, the inside is linen, or vice versa, and there may be some interaction through the stitching, that may be problematic. As long as you're careful, it's okay. Period. But about Nefesh, it should indeed be Machmer. Halacha Dalit. Afilu os eser matzos zo algav zo. Ten mattresses. The atachton, the bottom one is Klayim. Also, lay shave al ha'elin. You're not allowed to sit on the uppermost mattress. We do not follow this lahalacha. We are not Nizr in this. Let's see what it's over here on the bottom. That's the Tumah. The Tumah goes all the way down. That's Tumah Smidras. Tumah Smidras. Okay, let's see Ois Gimel. Ois Gimel. Also, lay shave ala Elyon. If you have ten mattresses, and the bottommost mattress is Shatnes, you're not allowed to sit on top of a mattress of Shatnes, even if you're not sitting definitely on top, you're sitting on top of another nine mattresses that are not Shatnes above. What's the logic? The Atam Shema Tzegzerah Tichrech nimash al besaroi, a chut may come out of the shadness and then become wrapped around your your leg for your flesh. When they're soft, they bend al yidezem in hatzadim avul kishen koshim. But when they're hard, where it's impossible that the material that you're sitting upon will come and wrap around your leg. Ain iser like the mechaber says later on. So that's the reason why we are not nizar in in this halach. We 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 do not. Uh, we he's only talk about it a little bit later on, a little, in more detail in oyan halacha. I think in halacha chesk. It will come to a little bit later on. That's why sitting on a couch or a chair is not.
Right, that's why some people, some people, Yechidim will not sit upon a chair that has not been checked for Shabbos. They'll come into your office, they're not going to sit down on a chair because there's a chair been checked for Shabbos. No, I'm not sitting on it. How about if the carpet is No, carpet you're not sitting upon. It's only Yisrael, the prohibition, the gazer is only to sit, not to stand. Yeah, but it doesn't go up. What? You just said that it goes... The, sitting, because when you're sitting, you don't know what's going to happen. If you're sitting, you never know that even though today night might be a problem, maybe next week it'll, it'll, it'll crack yeah. and, and it will come upon you. But standing, Chazal never will goizer that you're not allowed to stand on Shanis. You're not allowed to sit on Shanis, but you're not, you are allowed to stand on Shanis. Let's go to Halacha. Hey, Beged Gadol Shaklayim Miksas Belgol Shaklayim if you have a garment, and on the end of the garment, very, very large talus, very large garment, on one of the garment there's definitely shanis. But I only want to cover myself with the other part of the garment upon, upon which there is no shanis. Is that motive? A very long blanket, and at the end there's a beautiful design along the end of the garment, and that design is all, all, all wool and linen. It's all shanis. Well, that when well, one button is coming upon you, when you're wearing the garment, when you're wearing the garment, this is even worse because that part of the garment that has the button is, is resting actually upon you. But let's say it's not even resting upon you, it's a very long garment, a very long blanket. I'm only going to crap myself and take warmth in the portion of the garment that does not have shanis. Is this mutter or It is osr. That is his psakalacha. Even the climb is munach ala'aretz, you're not allowed to benefit from the other part of the garment that does not have shanis. Halacha vav. Let's say you are a tailor and you work for a non-Jewish employer and he gives you work to make shanis. It's mutter. The prohibition is only to wear shanis. There's no prohibition to make shanis. But when you're making the garment, when you're stitching the garment, it's inevitable that it's going to it's going to fold on, lie on your on your lap, on your hands, and you're going to derive warmth from it. That is okay. It's mutter because that's davar sheinim ischavin and it's not. Benefit from the so if it's a winter day, it's a freezing winter day, and you're working in some very cold country, and you're getting frostbitten from the from the cold, and you're very, you have very pleasant to, to, to cover yourself in the, the shanis that you, you, you're stitching with, that would indeed be a problem. Human mannequins, you want to display clothing. They do this today in some department stores. You go outside, you ever see a department store? I once saw this, in the department store outside in the window. They have real people standing there. <laughs> they want to show what the clothing look like. So we have to have a mannequin. Show us the real thing. You have people standing displaying the clothing. Well, the mannequin gets paid more per hour than a person. Possibly. That would be union. Human mannequins. I don't think that's what he means here. I think he means that the guy's carrying. Oh, Limcart, okay, customs. You want to go through customs. You don't have to pay. pay. Well, you go down to the government district. They're running around. They're running around. Maybe, okay, okay, okay. They're carrying on their shoulders Limcart to sell it mutter. They do not actually put it upon themselves, they put it upon a stick. They try. Tabura, what? Iraq. You should not actually be then then if Nishanis. Halacha hey on the bottom. Let's see. Halacha halacha dalit. Oy stalit. Shloich chavin lechanos kosov rama. The minal shu kilaim the einlay akev mutul lovshay. Shor haregel kosher. You have a shoe and the shoe is kilaim. 
And the shoe does not have an okay. It's not wrapping around your foot. You're just stepping upon it. It's like a, a sandal. Mutur lulavsha, you're allowed to wear sandals that have shanes. Because why? Sha'or horegel kosha, the leather of the foot is hard. The ain't and then the soul, the soul is, 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 even though the soul is full of shanes, but it's hard, it's not possible that a chut that a will come wrap around. The prohibition of shanes only when it wraps around the upper portion of your body. But when you're stepping upon it, it's motor, provided that there's no concern that a little particle will come wrap around your foot. You said it's only for sitting, not for standing. Right, so exactly. Why? Because because there's no concern. Okay, okay, let's see in more detail. Your foot, your foot, you, uh... But you're sitting... And okay, let's see. Sitting is a more, is more problem. Okay, let's see. Let's see what it says. Typically, the or of the regal kosher, the ain't an kishar or haguf. It's not like a regular leather you put on your body, period. The chasa beber hagoyle shehu minel shein loy or or rak maat al hoetzbos, maat nizar, a small amount, achori hoakef. The chemenat stodim, yesh maat venasin nekavim nekavim, umanichem beged. They put a garment of shanes underneath the sole of the foot. Al ha'ar shadar simolav kidei shehei noyach lidrei should be easy to step, should be comfortable. The zemuter. Why is the mutter? So here we have a shoe. He's describing a flat shoe, and on top of the flat shoe, this hard piece of leather. They're putting some padding that is shatnes. So you're stepping on shatnes. He says it's mutter. You're not nene from it like the leather of your foot. So he's saying the reason because your foot, your foot does not derive benefit from 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 what it steps upon. Not like your your body. Your body derives warmth from clothing. The sole of your foot is dead flesh. Dead flesh does not derive benefit from a garment that one is stepping upon. Okay, some type of shoe boots. Galoshes. Galoshes. Why the bevadai who canvas? So he says that it's not no gebe, it's because they don't anyway, he's talking his time. They don't anymore use shanes in shoes. So therefore there's never a problem whatsoever. However, he's, but I don't think that really true today. Do you ever hear today where they have shoes that have shanes? What? Ogs? Linen inside. Okay, you say a good point. So, but he, he does indeed say that if it comes up, this is only true when it comes to something that's a sandal, that it's very, very flat, that you're only stepping upon. If it is indeed coming up to a significant portion of your foot, like a shoe, like a regular shoe today, it's not a sandal, so it does come up on the sides, and there you are deriving benefit, it would definitely be us, sir. The typical example he's giving over here is stepping upon a sandal, a flat piece of leather that may have some padding with possibly so do you ever hear someone have to test the shanis and the Uggs I don't know Certainly the gloves. I know. I, I know. What about the gloves? The gloves. That certainly. That's that's on your hand. They make gloves also. Ugs. Okay. No, that that's on your shoulder. That's resting. It's providing you warmth. It's part of the garment that we just learned before. Even if it's not on. Even if you, even if it's not even resting upon you. If you are wearing a garment and part of the garment has shanes, even if the part even if the part that you're deriving warmth from does not have shanes, but is connected to shanes, that is also awesome. That's what it said before. So no matter what. Next, tachrichei hanes mutol la'asoisa niklayim. 
for the dead, the clothing for the dead, you can make them shames, I feel even to bury them to bury them. Why? There's no shadness label on Tachrichim. No, because the, the potter for mitzvahs, the potter, since it's an assay, loig l'rosh, loig l'rosh, when you're doing a mitzvah, we, when, when the, the reason why you're not allowed to wear it sits not because of the mace. You make a bris, I'm sorry you didn't have a bris, I'm amazed. It's a Kabbalah reason, a Kabbalah reason, because when that's part of their goof itself. But the clothing, so you ask a question, but we have a tradition that when the mason will come back to life, will come back in their tachrichim, in their clothing. We'll come back in the clothing, <clears throat> so we don't. How are we allowed to bury them in clothing that they're going to be wearing when they come back at the time of Chesam Mason? They will be of shatnis. It's a kasha. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what? Not when Mashiach will come back by Chesam Mason? Come back by Chesam Mason and Chayav Mitzvahs? No, there will be no mitzvahs. There will be a tekufa when there will be a Chayav Mitzvahs. Then later, at the very end, there will be. Well, Rambam says we do not know what these things mean, what's going to happen. So, but it's very interesting that there's no prohibition to bury the mason in clothing of Tachlichen. Uh, tzitzis, the prohibition of tzitzis for you to wear tzitzis in front of the mace. Even the mace itself is not necessarily also for the mace to wear it's tzitzis. A minute, it's a minute, because the girl wanted to be buried. With tzitzis. Why? Oh, loig l'rash. There's no loig l'rash. The loig l'rash is when you, the living, wear tzitzis in the presence of the mace. But for the mace to wear tzitzis, what's the problem? The mace, the mace is anyway part of from mitzvahs. The mace doesn't get any hand off. So you want the mace to be buried in clothing that are symbolic of mitzvahs. Torah, tzitzis is the reason why the Chayim is called mitzvahs. Torah is a holy person. The minigas we don't do this. The minigas we pass all the tzitzis. We don't even. They, they don't even. They, they the different mitzvahs, different chavik, but generally they do not. They do not wear kosher tzitzis. But even if they would wear kosher tzitzis, that would not be a problem. And. Um, here is what he says. So when it comes to tachrichim, and there is no problem of shanis. Next, the time the kevin shemais nasa chavshim and mitzvos v'loy chashim and loy l'rosh. Can I mean the tzitzis the kevin the matzino the gan the gan lachai im im enay the inyan shem shemechanim oiso v'nene bov motor. And furthermore, the why is shanis aser? Because you're deriving benefit. The meisim do not derive benefit. They're dead. They're not deriving benefit. There's no body heat, so therefore there's no problem. Even if you, even in the, there's no issue whatsoever. The nenabo muter luchim b'meis tuleka beichim on muter. There is no problem whatsoever. Kehalacha hey meichriksus b'shut imre yoshe nishal im muter limkar b'chanusar b'gadim sheyesh bohem shanes b'mitam lifne either. You have a store. They have, they have a store. People, customers come in. There are Jewish customers. Not everyone is going to have a check for Shanis. Are you allowed to own a store that you sell clothing? It's inevitable. You're going to have Jewish customers who are not going to check for Shanis, and you're going to cause them to be on lifna either. So what is the halach of Helal P. Dasaritva? Tibuloi koi betray ivrei dinaro mutu lechatchila. If they're not going to buy from you, where are they going to buy the suit from? They'll go across the street. Right? They're not going to buy in sacks. They'll go to Macy's. So they'll go somewhere. They'll get a suit no matter what. Who says the suits in Macy's are any more kosher than your suits? No guarantee. So there's no problem of lift the ever lo sitein mishal. Lift the ever is only when you are the only way they can do the savera. You should lechatchila. We're talking about a, a firm person will anyway check a v'shanis, right? A firm person will anyway check v'shanis. You know, I'm looking to firm people here. Not necessarily. No, we're talking to a firm person who's selling to people who are not religious. All of the all these 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 outlets, these fruit. When he's writing this, he's, he's 
people. He's telling people who own stores, who own clothing stores, and have have, have customers who are Jewish and not religious. They're going to buy clothing. There's a possibility the clothing have shanes, and they're definitely not going to check for shanes. So you, the religious Jew who is talking to, are causing other people to be nichshol. You should tell them. Are they going to listen to you? You should have a check for shanes. That sign is enough. You don't even have to do that. You don't have to do that. Many of these customers will say to them, check it for Shanes. What's that? What's that? Taking merchandise. It's very hard to do that. You can't go check a thousand suits. It's not a guarantee. They, it's not a guarantee. Every suit, every every they they, they, they these suits are made. They just pull uh, they threads here and there. You have to go. The only way is to go to the factory. If you get a shipment of a thousand suits, there's no way to guarantee that every single suit is not going to have shanis. The only way to guarantee it is to go to the factory and make sure that the materials that they're using are not shanis. Because the Emporio, when they said the sign of suits, they have pretty much the record is that it is. The record, the record is. So many possibly said that's good enough. If, if there's a chazaka, there's a presumption. We never had a story here. Not necessarily. All these suits are made in China. They're made in other countries and the factories. You can see some of the pictures online of what these factories look like. They make from many companies and every company has their own requirements and every so often they'll hop a, a, a piece of material here, thread here. It's like, it's like uh, I once got a tour. We, I once went to a course to the OU, got a tour of the Hilton Hotel. They were making a dinner that we went in the morning when they were making a dinner that night for some organization. We were going to have a few thousand people. We are going to attend a dinner in the Hilton in the Hilton uh, Maybe it was a Brooklyn Marriott, big, big place. And they showed us the kitchen. The kitchen is like the size of a football stadium. The kitchen is, you can't even begin to imagine how big, it's the size of the whole block. And they said, we're having tonight a, a, a dinner for, for a thousand people. But the, but the Hilton is only giving us uh, two sinks, or this, this one area. Basically, the, the kitchen section that was given to them is about the size of half of this, this section where we're sitting in, about half of it. That's it. The, the place is as big as a football, but that's all, all the Hilton is giving them to prepare for the dinner that night. They have three walk-in, walk-in ovens. Oven, each oven, as I would say, is as big as the room, the back room, where, where all the war. It's a, it's a room, and the room, they can raise the temperature in the room there to 700 degrees. And the way they cook is they bring, they put food on crates, and they just roll the crates into the into the room and they turn and they close the door and, and, and the whole room is an oven and uh, they said to us they, have, they, they showed us how they, how they, how they uh, prepare for the dinner they basically they cordon off the area and they watch the chefs like hawks the chefs that do all the preparation are the same chefs that, that work for the Hilton that do every night non-kosher a non-kosher event the problem is a chef loves his knives and he loves his ingredients. And when, when they bring in all of the kosher food, and they, a lot of it is already pre-made, but there are a lot of things that are done on the spot, on premises. And when these chefs are working, if you don't watch them, they'll just walk, they'll walk 10 feet and pull off a knife 
from another section will take some ingredients and you won't even realize it because, because they're so used to roaming around the whole, the whole floor and taking things wherever they want, ingredients and, and kalim. So you have to wash them. So the same thing, these factors where they make clothing, they make the same factors of making clothing for, for, for the 99 cent store and they're making for uh, Bergdorf Goodman. They're making, this, it's, it's, it's the same, same factory. And so for this thing, they use this material and this they use this material, but, but whenever they're short on something, they're not going to hold back from taking a patch here, a piece of material here, some, some lining for the, for the collar here, some thread here, and if you don't check every single suit, there is a possibility it'll be shot. Of course, I tell you that since it never happened by us, that this batch, this company ever brought a shot, there's a record, and many parties will say you don't have to check for shot. It's true, it's definitely true, but uh, it's not a guarantee. But is checking ingredients. That's but it's more parts making sure that stuff coming into the store. Okay, but you never know, right? But the, 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 the I, I, I just most important. I'm not saying it's the I just got pickle, I, uh, okra pickles that are made in Texas, and the company says on the thing all the ingredients are certified kosher ingredients, but we do not have certification. Of course, I said most of the because the ingredients can be kosher. If you but then the ten percent, someone has to watch them. That's if you cook it in the pocket, you cook the baked beans with pork. So the other ten percent. There's more to kashrus than just than just uh, ingredients. ingredients. Well, I said that, but it's mostly if the ingredients are coming in kosher, then you have to watch them. But the ingredients aren't coming in kosher. Forget it. No point. Okay. Oh, let's go further. Moichrei kesus b'shut imer yosher nishal im oisei b'shut imer yosher nishal im moto limkar b'chanusa b'gadim sheshvim tashanis mitam lofneiver v'helal pi das haritva dibeloi koi betray ivrei dinare without the the problem of betray ivrei dinare moto lechatchila limkar if the people have the ability to buy clothing from another store, there's no prohibition to sell them clothing that has not been checked for shanis. will not fix. I'm not sure what that says there. It's blank on my page. Acher beir oser. It's also also gamke limkar midrabanan ella beim yesh safikim yilbashal beget shanes mutlo limkar inshan. If you know for sure, it seems that it might be more problematic. But if you have a safik, then if a safik is going to wear it, is going to it has shanes, then there is grounds to be megal. Oisvav umikol makom hayireim. Are you allowed to display clothing on your shoulders? Rashanes or to carry clothing on your shoulders in part of business? So it's the yes. As long as you're not going to do our benefit, but the Urayim do not even display clothing on their Rashanes clothing on their on their on their on their shoulders. Instead, they hang it on a stick on the rack. You're a soldier. You're a soldier in the military, or you work for the police department, or you have a uniform. Today, almost every profession you have to wear a uniform. Whatever you do, you gotta wear a uniform. And the uniforms they give you possibly have shanis. What do you do? The anshei chal sheyesh shanis begodim kiyudua nechuyavim livshoyt habegodim chol eish sheev sholochem. Whenever they are free from work, so while they're doing work, they have no choice. They have no. They are not having come to do our benefit. I'm only. I'm not only wearing this because this is what they. This is what I need to wear. I have no kavano to do our benefit. Therefore, when the job is over, you must take off the uniform immediately. Sheev sholochem leinu asuveinu 
מוסים ואיבכי מחויבים ומלווז ואיס על נמוינם מוסקים לכם ואיס הבגודם שיסיעו משום משום חשנס. And if all all possible, which I'm sure we'll accommodate, you have a uniform, you want to go check, you take your uniform to the Shannes lab for testing, and the Shannes lab can fix it for you, I'm sure you will have to do your best to take out the Shannes. O yasu lechem begodim keilu kashem, tomah shakosa b'ramo, v'ayin shum b'mishnabura, and as a few people here mentioned yesterday, the story with Dr. Robert Alman, Dr. Robert Alman, he was a Nobel laureate, and there's a very elaborate ceremony where they bestow upon him his award, and they have to wear, so you have to wear a, uh, a very specific uh, tuxedo to receive this, uh, to receive the Nobel Prize. And, uh, and they sent him the tuxedo. They, sent him, they actually sent him his, his tuxedo and he had it tested for Shadness. And sure enough, there was indeed Shadness. And he had to receive permission from the Swedes, the Swedish authorities, those who bestowed the award, to uh, replicate to have a new suit made for him that does not have shanis in the image and the form and the tzura a replication of what and he was granted permission so you see something very interesting here you have something you never think about uh, that you know it's, no, it's not necessarily people who rent tuxedos they say there's always a problem when you rent a tuxedo when you rent a tuxedo there are shanis and I'll leave you with a joke and we'll start I'll tell you the joke the joke is just talking about shanis they have shanis on tachrichim shanis on tachrichim is mutter why is the motor? Because the body has no they have no benefit, they have no benefit from the heat. So the story was a person died and uh, he had a relative and says, Listen, you make the arrangements for the for, for the deceased, I'll pay for everything. I want the best. I want the best, the best matseva, the best tachrichim, the best coffin. It's on me. So the, the relative goes and he arranges a, a lavish funeral and he goes over to the gavir and he gives him the bill. Here's the bill, $50,000. Okay, no problem, signs a check. Everything is done. A month later, he sends him and gives him another bill, another uh, $90. Says, so he says, oh, so the third, okay, he thought, okay, whatever, there was one thing left out, okay, a check for $90. A month later, another check for $90. Another bill. What's... What's, these bills keep on coming in. I thought the person we were finished, we settled. He told me the best. I rented for the dead, the best tuxedo. Every month, every month, there's going to be another charge forever. Perpetual care. Policemen are trying to own the uniform. They get a uniform allowance. Yes. And they buy the uniform. They buy the uniforms, yeah. They own them. Yeah, they own the uniforms. I'm sure they're regulations. They're regulations. They're, 